Happy Hump Day, Boss Babes, where we wear whatever to create, conquer, and celebrate. I'm joined today by the iconic Sydney Helfenstein. Thank you for taking the time to be here with me today, Sydney. Oh my gosh, thank you for having me. Of course, of course. So it's so <laughs> funny how we actually <laughs> met. <laughs> hi, Louie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to say hi. <laughs> um, it's so funny how we met actually, too, because... Um, we met when you were in um, high school still. Yes, I was. I was literally a baby. Not in high school anymore. Way older now. But yeah, oh my God. That was so long ago now. Like 10 years? Is that 10 years ago? I don't think it's been 10 years It's yet, like but... eight years. Eight years. Oh my God. Something I like know. that. Literally, like working at PacSun together, I remember you like sitting there and saying like, I'm going to be in fashion. That's all I want to do. That's why I'm here. <laughs> yes, seriously. That is all I wanted. And here I am. <laughs> I know you're making big things happen. So tell us a little bit about what you actually are doing currently. Yeah, so I actually work full time as an event planner, but part-time slash my other full-time job. I am a full-time influencer on the side, do blogging about fashion, lifestyle, anything like that. So definitely a mix of fashion and event planning can be aesthetic. So it works with fashion too. (laughs) That's exciting. So I kind of like a two-part question for that. Like what made you kind of start with event planning? And then like, I guess the second part is like, how did you get into blogging? Yeah. So actually when I was in college, we had to take like event planning courses because I studied fashion and a lot of that is how to run fashion shows and things like that. And so we learned about anything that had to do with running fashion shows. And then I actually decided I'm going to take like some events courses and the marketing side of things at our school ended up really liking it. And my professor, he actually worked, he was an adjunct professor. He worked for a company doing events and they had an intern position open. So I took it and it ended up turning into a full-time job, which has been great ever since, you know, college. And yeah, I mean, that was really like how I got into it and started to really love it. I also did a little bit of wedding planning which was really fun, very aesthetic and fashion forward. Obviously my events now are a little more corporate based, but still super fun. Oh my gosh. It's so exciting. So with event planning, like, did that have like any influence on like, with like blogging and like being an influencer or is that like something completely different? Um, I guess it depends. So like my events, we do try and reach out to different types of like podcasters actually for like, I work for an education company. So they do stuff with education, try and promote people who are big in education. They work with like Scholastic and things like that. So it is interesting to see that side of things, but I feel like my blogging is so different. Whereas I've learned a lot about contracts and things like that through my job that can tie into blogging, Mm -hmm. but my blogging is just so fashion forward that they don't really intertwine, but I have been able to learn about, about like contracts and things like that, which is really important when it comes to blogging as well. Oh, really? So how would a contract as far as like, I guess, blogging come into play with that? So like every time I work with a brand, I have to read a contract and sign it. 
especially if you're getting paid or things like that. Like you have to go through contracts. You have to sign, like gives you invoices, everything like that. So it is really a full-time job because having to read all that after like I get off work, sometimes I have to log straight into my other laptop and just go to work and read contracts, go through like briefs. They'll send me like what they want me to post, how they want me to post it. I have to look through PowerPoints and then I have to fill out all my, like, they actually have you fill out like, um, W2, is it W2? I think it's W2, mm-hmm. <laughs> a W2 and like invoices and things like that, just to make sure that, you know, it is all like a legal process that you have to do with these brands, especially if they're bigger. So it's yeah. taught me a lot about how to like, just make sure things aren't like getting out of control because I know some people have worked with companies and it'll have fine things in the contract and they don't read that. And then they get screwed over. Like they won't get their money or things like that. Oh, wow. So it's basically like CYA at the end of the day for that. (laughs) Yeah. Right. (laughs) That's so crazy. So like, how do you actually end up being able to like manage like a schedule with balancing the, even just the two of them? Yeah. It's a little difficult. I'm not going to lie. Definitely when I first started off, it was much harder. I feel like, so I did blogging. I actually started blogging when we worked at PacSun mm-hmm. and I wanted to like try and do like Instagram and pop off that way. And this is when it had first started. So it wasn't mm-hmm. super big yet or anything. And I was actually doing really well through college and like kind of popping off whatever gaining followers pretty quickly. And then I got in my car accident and mm-hmm. I was in a legal like dispute, I guess you would say I had to go to court and stuff. So I actually had to go private on everything for two years oh my and gosh. I couldn't post anything. And the influencing like community has grown so much mm-hmm. in those two years. And I feel like it held me back in a way. Like I definitely was like about to give up. I wasn't going to do blogging anymore or anything when the legal agreement and everything was done, but it turned out, I came back. I was like, it was about a year ago. I would say when quarantine started, I was like, you know what? I'm still going to pick this up and try again. And when I first started doing that before I was just in college, so it was very easy to manage my blogging stuff. I was like, oh my God, this is so fun. Like I had a lot more free time, but coming into it now with a full-time job, I was like, holy crap, how am I going to like read all this stuff? And it is still overwhelming sometimes, but I feel like just having a good schedule with work and making sure I have like my calendar laid out every week is really good because I know when I'm going to be off every day, the time at night, I can take time to do my blogging. I do my shooting always on the weekends, sometimes on weekdays, if I have time, but Saturdays and Sundays, I'll pick a day and do like five or six outfits. I'll go and shoot. Mm -hmm. So it's just figuring out a schedule that works for you, I would say. And that really works for me because I do work kind of like a nine to five schedule. Mm-hmm. So I can't really go shoot, especially in the winter or something. Summer, it's fine. It's light out after 5 p.m. But when it's winter, it's completely dark out. So you really have to just take the time to figure out one day a week, when can you go shoot? How can you balance everything? I feel like shooting is a main part of it. Other mm-hmm. than that, it's really just computer work. So find a few extra hours every day to get in that work if you have work to do for it. But 
that's really how I've found to balance it. Oh, wow. Have you ever like kind of ran into like any of the hurdles while you're doing your scheduling of like, well, besides like the winter versus summer, like hours, but was there anything like, I guess when you were getting started, that was like, man, like these photo shoots aren't going the way that I want them to or anything like that. I feel like when I first started back to it, I was like, holy crap, I'm going to shoot five hours at a time, sometimes six, Mm -hmm. maybe eight. I don't know. It depends. My friends want to get coffee, but I was like, holy crap. Like I have a puppy now. I can't be out for eight hours straight and leave him home. And I remember when I first started, he was still a baby and I would feel so guilty, like going to shoot content Mm -hmm. and I would get so stressed out. That was like a huge thing for me trying to section out like five hours at a time that I can go shoot so many looks because when I was in college, I could wear a cute outfit to class every day and take a picture. I didn't have to worry about having like a strict amount of time where that's my content for the week. And if I don't go do it, I don't have content for the week. Mm -hmm. So that's probably one of my biggest things. And sometimes with work, like I get so busy, I forget to even post on Instagram, Mm -hmm. which I guess isn't a huge deal, but it really in my mind is because engagement is so important these days. And if you're not posting a certain amount of times every week, your engagement is going to be low and you're not going to grow. And since I got held back for those two years, it's very important for me to pay attention to these things and try and grow as quickly to catch up almost because I lost two years of blogging, whereas I probably could have gotten a lot bigger than some of my friends who started while I was off for two years. And now they have like 15,000 followers, whereas I only have like 4,000 something because I just got back into it and the market is so saturated now. So that's Mm -hmm. definitely a stressful thing, but I try not to be too hard on myself because I know like it's okay. And if I can make a comeback in that way, like it'll only make me stronger in my blogging career. That's amazing. And I know like with me, I'm like following you on Instagram, like I've been seeing you have uh, your cute little purse or what you want to call the clutch. Um, So how did you even get started in like being able to go from just like being an influencer to doing your collaborations? Oh my gosh. Yeah. My bag. Oh, I love that little bag so much. So actually my friend owns that bag company, Zavaleta. Mm -hmm. Her friend started it in Argentina and she created the U.S. brand like I want to say maybe six to 10 months ago, like it wasn't a super long time ago and it's been doing pretty well here in the U S especially the DC area, mm-hmm. just like, cause it's more of a local brand right now. Mm-hmm. But she asked me if I wanted to collab for like a summer bag. And I was like, Oh my God, are you kidding? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we ended up doing that and I got to design my bag and that was just super exciting. I mean, it's so cool to have like a bag named after you and stuff and have it like on a website. So that was like super exciting. I know. I wish I would have like gone out and grabbed one. It's adorable. What was um your like <laughs> inspiration or your story? Cause like, I know with me having a little bit of a fashion background, I know that everything kind of comes like from like, not only like the size and like um, the shape of the bag, but like the color and the material, like, did you have like some sort of inspiration or story behind the pink color or like material or anything? Yeah. So that bag is like one of their classic bags. And I, 
I really liked that bag before I actually have one in like a chestnut color. Mm -hmm. And so I was talking to her about what bag would be best, what would suit me best. And I wanted to do something like that bag, but more of a trendy twist. So right now I know shoulder bags are really in. So we actually ordered metal straps that are shorter than the ones that come with the original clutch because that one's a crossbody, mm-hmm. And this one is actually shorter. So it's a little shoulder bag, which I thought was so cute. And then I made it a pink, but a pastel pink because I wanted it to be something that, yeah, it's for summer. It's a pink color. It's bright, but it's also pastel enough to where it's almost a neutral in your closet and it's going to be good for a long time. Oh, I love that. Cause you never really think about like, and every time I say pink, I always think of that Barbie pink, but you always think of like this pastel pink as like, or pink in general being pink it's a color you can't mix yeah. it but that is like my favorite thing ever is being able to take a actual color besides like a beige or anything like that and like actually pairing it with like a purple or a green or like I know of like that 90s aesthetic is like really coming back or like yeah um, I think now they're calling it the Y2K aesthetic we've kind of advanced a few years yes <laughs> that whole like era is coming back which I absolutely love but I love that story and the inspiration. Thank you. I know. I feel like light pink can definitely be a neutral in the closet. Absolutely. It might not be to everyone, but I can convince them. It's a neutral. You can wear pink whenever you want. (laughs) Absolutely. I'm for it too. So I know with like blogging and photo shoots, like, yes, you take them very seriously, but do you have any like favorite parts or like funny moments where you're like wow like that was probably like the best day I've ever had with doing blogging hmm oh my gosh so many things happen every time I go to shoot especially in DC oh my god like not even just shooting like fashion wise I feel like my interactions with people on the street are the funniest thing like people will just like I love when people cheer me on I think that's so cute like other girls That makes me really happy while I'm shooting. I'm like, wow, oh my God, yes, killing it. Like, thank you. But I don't know. I feel like it's just funny when me and my friends like go to shoot and there will be literal like creepy men watching us, not gonna lie, like in DC, can't be shocked. And some of my friends are crazy. They will literally like go up to them and be like, what are you looking at? And I'm like, oh my God. hilarious like this is literally something that should be on tv the way that they act but it's really fun every time we go I mean sometimes I will go alone Mm -hmm. I don't like that as much in like the city like I'll do it in more local areas by me but it is super fun to just shoot with like a group of friends and like goof off the whole day and things like that well that's amazing it sounds like you're basically making like a career choice but you're doing it where it doesn't feel like a career it just feels like you guys are having fun oh my gosh yes it is such a fun thing and I feel like if this became full-time for me like that would be the dream job in my opinion that's amazing and I know like we heard a little from Louie earlier um but I know you have like other things too like you balance like a pretty healthy lifestyle with like having you know going to the gym eating healthy things like that like how do you manage to like keep it like instead of I guess like the biggest question too in like in addition to that is like how do you go from 
being on the run all the time to like, okay, I'm going to have like a salad. Or I think we were talking about, um, I think it was like a Greek salad that you made the other day, which looked amazing. But like, how do you do that and not like want to stop at like a fast food restaurant? Because for me, if I'm on the run, I'm like, let me just like stop by Chick-fil-A real quick or like grab like something small. And like that just throws everything out the window. Yeah, I feel like, okay, I'm not perfect. Obviously, I will go get food out like and be lazy sometimes, but a big help with it. I'm actually work from home for my full time job. So I'm home all day. And so I, I have the ability to cook meals like whenever I want in between my day, which is very convenient, because I feel like with living a healthy lifestyle, when I was at work, I would pack lunch every day. So it was still fine. I just have to meal prep. But now it's like, I just, I don't know, I'll look up recipes on Pinterest. And I'm like, Oh, I can make this for lunch. You know, like I have the time to do that. Mm-hmm. And then when I'm out shooting and things like that, my friends actually like to try like new coffee places or little cafes and stuff. And usually like when I'm out walking around and doing all that, I'm like, oh, I'll just get like a refreshing thing. That's like a salad or, you know, like a light sandwich or something with a coffee because it's hot out. So I'm like, oh, I'll just get something light. But I don't know. I feel like it's just part of my lifestyle with work from home has really given me the ability to just focus on that, especially with going to the gym. Like I can, I don't have to wake up at 5am now to go to the gym and come back and get ready. I can wake up at 730, go to the gym for one hour, come back and be able to log into work right at nine when I need to. So that's really great for my, um, balance, but also like, say I don't go in the morning, I can go during my lunch break since I'm like home. No one's going to see me if I'm sweaty all day or like in my workout clothes. So that's really nice as well. Oh, wow. That's awesome. And that is definitely something that I wish from the start of the pandemic that as a realtor, I was able to do is just work from home, be able to kind of do because your schedule is so demanding when you're in real estate. It's like you have to. And I guess I kind of liked the pandemic for that is the fact that I didn't have to wake up. Same thing. Didn't have to wake up and then rush to go get ready. Um. Uh That's amazing. So I know with everything, like keeping a schedule is like super important, but like moving forward, like what types of opportunities do you kind of see yourself going for um, with like blogging? Like, do you want to say an event planning too, or do you kind of plan to like kind of grow your, um, oh my gosh, I just had like a complete brain fart. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. How do you want to see your like influencing kind of like move forward, I guess? Yeah. So um, I would say I definitely want to take on influencing full time. I like event planning, but I wouldn't say it's my dream job. I've definitely discovered in the past few years that, hey, event planning is great. But if you don't do corporate event planning, you have to work weekends and weird hours. And that's not something I want in the future specifically like I don't like working weekends I like to have that free time and break Mm -hmm. but um if I took on blogging full-time which I hope to do if it grows enough to where I make enough money that's the same as my salary or more you know I would take that on full-time and then I think the next step would be 
you know, I want to start a clothing line. If I have a really big following, I want to have like a clothing brand or like a skincare line or something like that to sell to my followers. That is a huge dream goal of mine is to just have my own brand and everything like that. So hopefully it pops up, <laughs> and that can happen. but that's probably where I would say I'm headed or my goal is. That's exciting. So like any of the like um, goals or dreams that you've had, have they like any of them actually already like manifested into real life accomplishments for you? Um, I would say probably the bag is a huge yeah. deal for me. I'm like, wow, like that is crazy to have a real collaboration like named after me. So that's really exciting. But also like anytime I make like mini goals for myself a lot. Mm-hmm. So I know a mini goal for me when 2020 or 2021 started was to hit 4,000 followers by my birthday. And I did that. So I was very excited because I, I think I, I gained like 700 something followers in like six months, maybe, which is pretty good. But my next goal is obviously 5,000. So like, I just do little goals like that for now, since I'm not like a huge blogger yet. And every time I hit one of those little milestones, I feel like it inspires me to keep going forward. And like, oh my gosh, you're only going to grow so much more once this, these little achievements happen. So that's really where I'm at right now. That's amazing. And I literally say this all the time. And actually that's kind of like, I've never actually like said it out loud to anybody, but the reason why in my intro, I say create, conquer and celebrate it's because when you're creating and you're actually being able to conquer the small wins, it's important to actually celebrate like the process, but not only the process, but that small win, because that's where it's going to help you, you know, get motivated to go to the next win and the next win. So that's super exciting. Yes, exactly. That is literally exactly how I feel. (laughs) Oh, good, good. So do you have any like future like collaborations coming up that we should be aware of or um, any advice for anybody trying or wanting to get into the field of like blogging and all of that? Yeah, um, right now I don't have any collaborations on my radar I um, had a lot this summer, but I feel like they were all June and July based. So kind of done those for right now, but advice, I would say, keep going. It is a very saturated market right now. And what I mean is like, there's hundreds of thousands of bloggers and a lot of them are small. A lot of them are trying to make it. And it's very hard with the way Instagram, I mean, specifically I do Instagram. So that's what I focus on, but it's very hard to grow right now because so many of these big people are, they have hundred thousand followers, millions of followers, whatever. Instagram pushes their content first. So small people aren't being pushed out to the public. And that's something that's very hard to get past. So a big thing I actually do to get around that is using hashtags, which I know everyone's kind of like, ew, you use hashtags, whatever. That's like a big thing. They work because I only have 4,000 something followers. One of my photos like a week ago, well, in the past two weeks, I posted two bikini photos. I know maybe it's because they're scandalous. They're not really that scandalous, but I'm like, you never know. But they, my one, I think two days ago has over 3,000 likes 
And that is like unheard of for someone with 4,000 followers. Mm -hmm. So obviously my hashtags pushed it and it shows in my, I can see on the insights because I have a business page that it was seen on the explore page and through hashtags that I use, which are all fashion hashtags, it blew up and got so many views and likes from that. And that is like one of the main things I tell everyone, use your hashtags, research hashtags, put in the work to research what's going to help you grow, because that is such a big help. Like I gained probably a hundred followers in the past like two weeks because of those two photos that blew up like that. So you really just have to find what works for you and also finding a niche. Like right now, I don't know why, but my beach content has been blowing up 10 times more than like my city fashion content. So maybe my niche for summer is I need to focus more on swimwear and like being at the beach and stuff because people like to see inspiration and that kind of lifestyle. People want to be at the beach. People want to go on vacation. So that kind of stuff blows up and just finding a niche, trying to do the research and not getting discouraged. Not all my photos do well. Like some of my photos will get like 120 likes and yeah, it might be like a filler photo where it's just a picture of the ocean or something, but I'm like, that's okay that that happens because you're, you're still growing in the grand scheme of things. Like you can't get discouraged. And even though it's oversaturated, keep going because everyone has a specific niche. Everyone is so different in this market to where it is saturated, but everyone has a place and everyone can grow. Yeah. It's kind of like you have to set yourself apart from the next person. And I think it also, and correct me if I'm wrong, but also kind of like accept your fail. I don't want to say fails. I hate the word fail, but accept like your less stronger post or, you know what I mean? Like it's the same thing with real estate as far as like, you want to make sure that you set yourself separate of like, I guess in the real estate world, you know, why am I the agent that this person should use? Well, X, Y, and Z. And I think that a lot of people kind of take that like, oh, I'm going to do everything, which I'm actually starting to read a book now. And it is um, how to do the, it's basically how to do the work 12 weeks or 12 months of work in 12 weeks. So it's kind of important (laughs) to be able to be like focused on that one little, like you said, that one little niche and kind of, you know, expand that little portion versus cutting your time into like so many different pieces. And you're only spending five minutes on this and five minutes on that when you could spend 10 on one thing. It's so crazy. Exactly. And I feel like with the blogging market, like People just need to understand that everyone is going to grow and it might take time and you might get frustrated, but it's going to come and don't pressure yourself. I used to put a lot of pressure on myself. Like if a photo didn't do well, I would literally delete it. I would be like, I'm deleting that. That did terrible. Like that's embarrassing. But now I'm like, who gives a crap? Like I'm a real person. And that's also a big thing. Like be yourself get on your stories, show your face, introduce yourself, let people get to know you and be yourself and be unique because ultimately people want to know you and your lifestyle. And when they can get to know your personality and see who you really are, that's when you're really going to grow as well. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Sydney, I definitely appreciate you for taking the time to join me on my podcast today. Um, and you know, what I'll do is I'll go ahead and put your, um, your little Instagram, um, name on our, um, Oh my gosh. I don't know why I cannot talk today. I will put your Instagram <laughs> handle in our description so that um, anybody listening that hasn't started following you can go ahead and start following you. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh my gosh. Thank you for having me. This was so fun. Of course. Of course. As always, boss babes, get out there and do the damn thing today. Have a great day. Bye. <laughs>